Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. I wanted to welcome you over to our new Grace Teaching page over on Facebook. That's Grace Teaching Ministry. Come on over and join us there. My wife and myself welcome you there. We are free, always free Grace Teaching. How do you deal with miserable people? I want to talk about that today in this episode of our uh, podcast teaching. You know, just recently, I have uh, come in contact with miserable people at work, and I actually have to work with miserable people, and you know, they can actually make you angry, can't they? And uh, if, if we don't understand what's going on there, a lot of times we're going to be in the dark in this situation, and it's just going to, the anger will escalate, and uh, it's, it's just really a, a nasty uh, thing. But we want to understand, first of all, what's inside of a person comes out of them. Okay? So when you're dealing with a miserable person, what's inside of them? Well, misery. And so that's what's inside of them, and that's what's coming out of them. So that's the first thing we want to take a look at. I can remember a, a time when I was miserable. And this was before Christ. And when a happy person would come in contact in my life, come into my little space there, I would be nasty. Just nasty. And the reason why I was nasty is because that person was happy, and I knew it, and I wasn't. Isn't that selfish? But that's the way I was. I can honestly say that person that I used to be versus the person I am today in Christ, if I was to come in contact with that person that I was before Christ, that person that I was would not like the person that I am now. Because today, in Christ, I am happy. There's joy. Okay? I enjoy who I am in Christ today. And so His joy has made us complete and so that's something to remember. But one thing we want to take a look at here is a lot of times when miserable people live in your little space there and you're happy, they will usually end up verbally puking on innocent people. That's right. They will be nasty towards you. And so be ready for that. But know why they're doing it. They're not doing it to make you mad they're doing it because they're miserable and they know that you're not okay and so we're going to take a look a, a little bit uh, at our fruit what is the fruit well that's our character remember when people when people come at us or come at you and they're miserable and it shows it and they're showing their you know that miserable you know what I'm talking about. These people that come into your, into your space and they say mean things to you or try to push your buttons or try to make you angry. Or, and you can just tell that they're miserable because they want you to be miserable as well. When this happens, remember, their character is revealed. Your character is also our response. So... 
When they come at us, when miserable people come at us and offend us, that's their character. But our response in Christ is our character. Did you get that? Romans 8, verses 5 and 6 says this. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your minds leads to life and peace. Folks, Paul, the Apostle Paul is speaking about who we were before Christ and now in Christ. Okay, so before Christ, when we were in Adam, sinners, we were dominated by that sinful nature. And we thought about sinful things. But now in Christ, we're controlled by the Spirit. And we think about things that please the Spirit. Okay, so he's talking about people we were before Christ, sinners in Adam. And also he's talking about who we are now in Christ. So I wanted to take a look at the difference between the two. Uh, the, in, the person that's in Christ today versus the sinner that's still in Adam that you're coming in contact with, that miserable person that you work with or that you uh, see on a daily basis, that you try to avoid. Remember, the difference in the fruit the character is this. If you're in Christ, your character is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, long-suffering, self-control. Remember, this is the fruit of the Spirit, and this is the character of Christ, which is now your character, because whoever's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. But if you're in contact with a miserable person, and they're in Adam still, sinner, this is their character, indifference, despair, anxiety, impatient, meanness, wickedness, unfaithfulness, complaining, and loss of control. Do you see the difference and do you see why it's important to understand that when you're dealing with a miserable person, <clears throat> they're just being themselves? So don't let them be your God. Don't take them home with you, like I've done. I've let these people be my God in the past, and when a miserable person makes you upset or angry, they tend to take your thoughts, don't they? You, you actually make them your God. And you know what? I've decided I cannot do that because that's not my peace. That's not my joy, and they're not my God. So let's keep our focus on Jesus. The writer of Hebrews tells us to put our thoughts on him, Jesus. Hebrews 3.1 So Jesus gives us an example now of the difference between a person that's in Adam versus the person that's in him. And we're going to see this in John 15.4 and verse 5. That's John 15 verses 4 and 5. So in John 15, 4, Jesus is speaking about an unbeliever, a person who is in Adam, the people we were, in Adam, sinners. He says, <clears throat> remain in me, and I will remain in you, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. Okay, 
and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. You see? And so he's basically saying, apart from him, you can do nothing. And if you're in Adam Center, guess what, folks? Or if you know somebody that's in Adam Center that you work with or that you're around, they cannot bear that character of Christ, which we explained earlier. But this is for the believer in Christ, John 15, 5. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So, the neat thing about being in Christ, folks, is we do bear his character. He does produce his character, his fruit, through us, you see. That's why we're happy, and the miserable people that we come in contact with are not. Okay? The Greek word for abide is meno, meaning to remain, or I remain, I abide, I stay. In other words, it's like we live in Arizona. That's where we live, here, me and my wife. We don't have to go there. We don't have to do anything to be there because we're already there. And that's what it means to be in Christ. We're already there. And he's in us. We're one spirit with him. You see? So to abide is not a work. It's a trust. So the word abide, how do we abide in Christ as believers in Christ and trust him to produce his character through us? Well, 2 John verse 2 says, Truth abides in us and will be with us forever. Remember, Jesus said he was the truth. That means source. That's where we get our source from. We draw from him. Okay. In conclusion, we're in Christ, and Christ is in us. He abides in us, and we bear his character as we trust him. Remember, he is the initiator of his character in and through the believer, all we do is respond to what he is initiating through us, okay? His character, which is now our character, as we're one spirit with him, is found in Galatians 5, and 23, which is the fruit of the spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, long-suffering, and self-control. Be encouraged. We've been talking about dealing with miserable people. God bless.